The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. The Braves Radio Network channel on the Podcast Park is brought to you by Truist Bank. When you start with care, you get a different kind of bank. Hey, welcome to Braves Country. Since 1985, Driving and Crying has represented the South with their special blend of folk, country, and rock music. Atlanta's favorite rock band started when today's guest, Tim Nielsen, a bass player from Minnesota, met Kevin Kinney, a guitar player and songwriter from Milwaukee, and they started what will become one of the greatest Southern alternative rock bands of all time. Tim Nielsen and the band have kept the music rocking and the tires rolling all the way to the Georgia Music Hall of Fame and beyond. And today we'll meet Tim and talk about driving and crime returning to the fabulous Fox Theater on Saturday, May 13th for the Revival at the Fox concert. We'll talk about his love of the Bravos and how he's one of the first Southern musicians to have been loud and proud about the fact that he's a true Atlanta Braves fan. Tim Nielsen, welcome to Braves Country, buddy. All right, Scott. That was a great intro, man. I like that. <laughs> it's just the facts. It's like what would be on the back of your baseball card, basically, buddy. Yeah, man. That's good stuff. This episode of Braves Country is sponsored by our Braves fan friends down at Century 21, Solomon Properties in Savannah, Georgia, servicing the historic downtown Savannah area, the island area, and Atlanta's beach, beautiful Tybee Island, Georgia. Call Joel Solomon today, 912-604-0896. That's 912-604-0896 for all your real estate needs on the Georgia coast. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation, like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Hey, you've been paying attention to the Braves this year, I bet. You've been watching or listening to the game on the Braves Radio Network. I've been just seeing the, like, the highlights on Instagram. It's difficult to get Braves games in Charleston where I live. A lot of them are blacked out. They'll, mm-hmm. You know, you pull them up and it'll say unavailable. I'm like, what does that mean? Well, you know, we got this great 680 The Fan app where you can hear the games, or you can go to MLB and check that out and listen to the radio. I need to do the radio school, yeah. That's where real baseball is played anyway, man, because, it, you know, instead of having them tell you what you're seeing, you, you build it in your mind, Tim. That's, that's what happens. You, know, you just get that great visual of, of the game happening because of how much you know about it. Yeah, we, we used to listen to the radio broadcast and then watch it you know, on, on TBS with the sound off back in the day. Yeah, sync them up. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Talk about, like, favorite players, you know, some of the guys that you've enjoyed watching over the years or, or have even had the privilege of meeting. Back in uh, 
I guess this was the early 90s, me and my friend Tom had a baseball card shop, and uh, we somehow, you know, because of driving and crimes, you know, local success and everything, we were able to, like, hook up with the Bat Boy, um, this guy Tommy. He would get us really good seats behind home plate, and I remember, you know, sitting there with Haley Berry and, you know, watching what? David Justice and stuff, like, back wow. in the day. But, but it was that one year that we went worst to first. 91. Right? 91, and, yeah. And that, and that was when everybody started paying attention to the Braves. And then it was the next year that where Sid Bream slid. I was at that game. I was with my friend Bobby, and we were watching the game, and we were, I was, like, freaking in tears thinking it was over. He's going, watch, man, something's going to happen. And damn if that dude didn't hit a hit. A hit and and um, Cabrera. came around. Yep. And I, yeah, Cabrera, Francisco Cabrera. And, I, and I, I remember jumping up and hitting the seat. And I put a big gash in my shin. Oh, no. <laughs> but, no, next thing you know, we were all standing on top of the seats going crazy. And then, I mean, that was the biggest, to me, that was the biggest party night in Atlanta Atlanta sports history, probably. No doubt, it was the man. night that we won that game. That was bigger than any World Series game or anything else. Because people were just, like, standing on top of the bars in, in, in uh, Virginia Highland doing the tomahawk chop and, like, hundreds of people just running down North Highland screaming. <laughs> Amazing. It was, it was wild, unbelievable man. because nobody thought Sid Bream was going to make it, man. He slows molasses and makes Braves history. Like you said, it's it's one of the most iconic moments in Atlanta sports. Absolutely. And it was, it was cool to be just, you know, a small part of that and be, a, be you know, witness it saw firsthand it was pretty cool back in those days now your friend tom t he told me about tommy the bat boy and he said that uh it wasn't just tickets that he got you that you might have snuck down to the stadium a couple times and gotten into the clubhouse you got any recollection of that we got in one time. It was Atlanta Fulton County Stadium, and um, I think it was probably the last year that that place was was before they, you know, I think they did the Olympics, and then they just kind of turned it into a parking lot or something. That's but, right. Um, yeah, one time we went down, and we were, we were uh, you know, we were hitting on the batting machines and what? running around the bases, smelling Ron Gant's shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Yuck. I mean, I love it. I would have done it, too, but it's still kind of gross. <laughs> Yeah, he mentioned that. He said you might have you might have appropriated a Deion Sanders bat or something like that too. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, man. I, got, I mean, I remember that I gave you that Terry Pendleton bat at one time. You did. You know, I took that Terry Pendleton bat, which was a '91 MVP campaign bat that he had broken, and I, I appreciated that gift. And I went and I took it to an event, and I I, I had Terry Pendleton uh, sign it. So I've got that now uh, in, a, in a place of honor in my office. So I really appreciate that, man. I, I had traded a, a base, a Gibson base with Tommy for a, like a whole set of, of game-used bats. I had two Deion Sanders. I had Ron Gant, Terry Pendleton, Jeff Blauser, Mark Lemke. Looks like there was another one, but... Um, but that was pretty cool. I had had those displayed for a long time. Goodness, man, that's the way to go, right there. That's the rock star lifestyle: trading your instruments for baseball bats. Well, I mean, the, and the crazy thing is, is I traded that bass to Tommy, and that bass had been autographed by Leon Wilkerson from Leonard Skinner. What? And yeah, and um, somehow somebody tracked me down a couple of years ago and had the bass and was in Texas. And I was able to buy it back, so I have it now. And then not like a couple weeks after that went down, I run into Tommy at a gig down in um, in Tampa. And he comes wow. in and is like, it's Tommy. And he's like living in Nashville. He's married. And he's like, 
looks great. It was, it was so cool to see him, and we rocked out. And you know, I said, what, ha- what happened to the bass? He goes, oh, man, I, I moved to California, and I had to downsize. That's too much crap, so I sold it. I was like, well, dude, I got it back. <laughs> it's, got, it's made it back home. You, and you mentioned yeah. the fact that it was autographed by Leonard Skinner, and that's a, a band that you toured with, along with Sonic Youth and REM, the Black Crows, Soul Asylum, and so many more, Georgia Music Hall of Famers, too. I mean, are there those moments as an artist where you're like, I can't believe that I'm doing this right now, and I'm sure some of those acts that I mentioned were, would probably be a good qualifier for that kind of moment? Yeah, well, I had one of those moments last night, uh, to tell you the truth. I was at the House of Blues in Myrtle Beach. I'm part of the uh, the house band with the Hootie and the Blowfish Monday after the Masters party that they throw, a golf tournament party. And I was on stage with Hootie and the Blowfish, sharing a mic with John Daly, singing Hold My Hand. <laughs> Just a few hours ago. That's amazing. Wow. I'm like going, I hope somebody's getting a picture of this dish because I'm here with John Daly screaming my lungs out to a Hootie and the Blowfish song. Was Daly smoking a heater? Oh, yeah. He, yeah, he, he's good. He, he's, he's got a vodka brand now, so he's got a bus that's painted up with his vodka. It's called Good Boy Vodka, and he just sits out on that bus. And he's still smoking cigarettes and drinking. And God bless him. And he he sang a song. He sang one of his songs too. So. Wow! How's his singing? He's, just a, he's got a pretty good country voice, and he, he's a, he's just really a, a great philanthropist. And, and, the, and the show was for charity for kids, and you know, he does a lot of that kind of stuff. But yeah, it was it was, it was a great John Daly moment. I had another John Daly moment yesterday. So yeehaw! Pretty cool. And I but had a few Darius Rucker moments too. He hugged me a couple of times and said thanks, man. And I'm like, damn. Wow. You know, moving over to South Carolina was one of the coolest things you did, man. I mean, uh, we all love Atlanta, and uh, but you really kind of annexed South Carolina and got in with that whole scene over there. They, they kind of really embraced you, and now you do play with Darius and those guys, which is really cool. Yeah, yeah. Mark Bryan really kind of took me under his wing when we first moved over there. He's just one of my, he's one of my best friends. He's such a great guy. I've been a Driving and Crying fan as long as I can remember. I remember y'all coming and playing uh, the Northwest Georgia Trading Convention Center in Dalton, Georgia, where I went to high school. And I was so afraid to take the Driving and Crying show poster off the wall that was hanging in the cafeteria in the lunchroom at my school. But I wanted it so bad, but I never got it. I never took it. I never, I wanted to. And, and because that was the first time I'd ever seen y'all live. And, and it was one of those things where you're like, oh, my God, I love this band because I'd already been listening to your music. Do you have a favorite Driving and Crying record? Uh, I would probably say still Mystery Road. Um, I mean, that was kind of like when we kind of took back control from the, from the producers. And, you know, it was really like a, a homegrown kind of record. We, we had Kevin and I produced it, and we had Michelle Malone on there and Randy DeLay from the George Satellites. And um, and we just we had this guy, Scott McPherson, produce it, but he was just kind of like, you know, kind of like keeping it all together and letting us kind of express what we wanted to express and to come up with parts. And, I mean, I just remember the night we, re- we recorded Honeysuckle Blue, and Kevin had written out this, you know, the, the vamp at the end, this call me to the promised land and all this stuff. And so we were... Me and Michelle Malone and Kevin were doing a three-part harmony on it. And then I, I just remember we were drinking Jack Daniels. We're in the studio. It's late night. And, and like, he, Kevin goes out of the mic, 
and he goes, I'm going to try something. And bam, he just puts this freaking church vamp over it, like, go me to the promised land. And I was like, we were like, this is amazing. <laughs> that just, it just happened spontaneously like that. And yeah. it's just like, it was so cool. And it's so funny because you bring up that record and you talk about Darius Rucker just a minute ago, and he's been influenced by your music. And, and the music that Driving and Crying's done, I mean, so much so that they obviously did a cover of Straight to Hell. And he, I bet he's played uh, all the songs from Mystery Road in concert at some point in his career. I mean, that's that's got to be extraordinary to to think about. Yeah, I mean, Edwin McCain, too, he played last night as well. But I heard that Darius Rucker and Chris Robinson, I think in the Black Crows, just did a version of Straight to Hell that's on, um, like, Off the City Limits or something like that. CMT Crossroads, yeah. They just cut it, like, a couple of days ago. And oh. I heard about it. I don't even know if Kevin knows about it. Wow, man, we have to look that up. Those guys just text Kevin, like Chris Robinson, really. Like, hey, what's up, man? That record, Mystery Road, Tim, you know, it's a masterpiece. It's one of the great, it, it is, I think, the greatest southern alternative rock record. And you wouldn't have uh, a lot of bands if it wasn't for that album. But I think it really influenced that whole, like, the Wilco, the Sunvolt, the Ryan Adams, the, all that alt-country stuff. Those those folks kind of got turned on to the fact that it was okay to uh, make kind of an alternative country sound from Mystery Road. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it was... I think it was like a true Americana record, and but you know Americana wasn't a, a word that was even existed back then. But it's it's something now. They have Americana Fest in Nashville and all that stuff, and I, I think that they know, especially Kevin, Kevin Kinney, um, you know, being kind of like the guy who started Americana. <laughs> in my words, I don't know. Combining rock, folk, and country, and just making like real American. You know, original music is, you know, kind of like what we fell into. It's pretty cool. Talking to Tim Nielsen, Driving and Crying. You can visit their website, drivingandcrying.com. And you were in an established rock band called the Night Porters. And then you meet Kevin Kenny in 85. What made you want to stop doing everything else and start a band with Kevin? Well, I mean, the Night Porters were kind of like in a state of disarray. The singer and the guitar player had fired the drummer. So here we have this, you know, great rock drummer Paul Lenz, and I, I didn't, I didn't know all the details of why, why they decided to do that, but I just kind of like, well, if he's not in the band anymore, I don't know if I'm going to be. And then, and then somewhere right around that time, we met Kevin, and we secretly started practicing. And within within three gigs, we were selling out the 688 Club on a Friday night and like getting paid a thousand dollars. And I was like, in those days, I was like, wow, this is crazy thousand dollars to play music so um yeah i mean the night porters were like a really cool band it's like my buddy clark brown is a photographer and he's been posting a lot of uh a lot of those old photos on instagram um clark rat is his is uh his instagram handle yeah i saw those check out check out all those photos man they're pretty cool um i mean i think the night porters were, were kind of an important part of atlanta you know music history as well you know i mean we, we went up to new york a few times and uh you know and the, the band kept going after me and paul left and andy did a lot of stuff and you know like those guys are andy and ray are still around and i still love hanging with those guys and hearing about what kind of music projects they're working on and you know it, it was cool so you've been part of really two legendary 
and super successful uh, Southern rock bands, Atlanta rock bands. I want to ask you about uh, releasing Kevin Kenny's solo project, Think About It, on Driving and Crying Records. Because, I mean, that's super cool, keeping the synergy, you know, in-house in and, and supporting one another. I think that's a cool way to, to for things to happen. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, he needed to get that out. He, he had it in the can for a year or so, and he, it was a, it was a weird situation the way that record got recorded a lot of it was done remotely and you know with, with no contact with other people because of the, all the COVID stuff going on and um it's a really cool record and we we had an opportunity and an outlet to get it out on our own label with some distribution and um you know it, it all worked out pretty cool hey tim uh speaking of recordings and driving and crying records uh you know, can you? We're talking to Tim Nielsen of Driving and Crying here on the Braves Country Podcast, and we're looking for the scoop, man. Is there any chance there might be a new Driving and Crying record on the horizon? I would think so. I mean, I think it's inevitable that we'll we'll get something going in the next couple of years. Um, we're just gonna, you know, we 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 shifted out of we, we put with the Love Beautiful out, and then Kevin put his solo record out, and so I think we'll probably sh- shift back into like nostalgia, you know phase where we're, you know, because we're doing a lot of greatest hits now uh, in our live show. Um, we're really just kind of just hitting them with the, with, the, with, the, with the big rock hits, you know. And then we'll, we'll we work in a couple of, uh, of the more acoustical songs and the Kevin Kenny solo songs. But, I mean, it's just inevitable that the cycle eventually we'll, we'll, we'll want to record another rock record. I mean, I think that's, you know, Kevin has, has hinted about that over the last couple of years, like, I want to make a rock record with some rock anthems on it, and um, I'd be down for that. Always good to get new Driving to Crying stuff. I, I want to talk to you about the band's merchandise because it's something that is near and dear to my heart. I mean, when I was, uh, I don't know, probably it was when the Smoke record came out. I saw you guys open up, I think it was for The Who, and I bought uh, uh, one of the Smoke record uh, T-shirts, and I got in trouble at school because it said "Turn it up" or "Turn it the f off" on the back, and I had to, you know, wasn't, wasn't allowed to wear that at school. And and then there was the one that looked like the Lucky Strike, you know, uh, front of a Lucky Strike uh, cigarette bo- you know, box or whatever cigarette pack. And you know, I just I remember that, and I and I would kill to have one of those nowadays because you, you know you just move. I went in the Navy and I left all my stuff at home, and you know, you know, your parents do whatever they do with it and then you got the waffle house tradition that that is so cool that the waffle house is is cool with y'all using that as as a logo a driving and crying logo because they're so synonymous with being in atlanta and being in the south driving and crying and waffle house but i'll tell you a cool story we were just down in mexico for my son's senior trip his last you know hoorah before he graduates high school and goes off to he's actually going to college charleston so he's going to be down there with you and um he wore a nate no a, a light blue almost north carolina tar heels blue driving and crying hat that scott munn brought me and he got more compliments on this hat people were coming up to him they're like i can't believe you know that band he was like yeah my dad listens to good music I, he he makes sure that i know all these bands and there were people trying to buy his driving and crying hat off of him in mexico Merchant like random unexpected places. I, I saw a group of college kids walking down the street. One of them had on one of those Waffle House shirts, and I was like, "Damn, those <laughs> guys are kind of young, man. That's cool." <laughs> Yeah, and Tim, you've really taken the lead on that over the years, and it, you really do a great job with it. And, uh, and and folks can get those shirts at all the big rock shows coming up this summer. Uh, we want to talk about a few of those rock shows with you. 
uh, some of the highlights that we picked out here. Of course, Saturday, May 13th, the Fox Theater in Atlanta, Georgia, the revival at the Fox, celebrating Georgia's historic theaters. Uh, Kevin Kenny's going to host it. Driving and Crying's going to play along with Collective Soul, Mother's Finest, and a new band, to me anyway, Jet Black Roses. Tell us a little bit about that show, and what does it mean to you? Is it always special to step on the stage at the Fox Theater? Yeah, I can't believe that, I, how, that I've had the privilege of, of being on that stage as many times as I have. I mean, I'm probably coming up on 10, 10 times or something. So it's like one of those places like the Ryman in Nashville where you just, you, you, you're up there on stage and you just pinch yourself like, I can't believe I, I made it to this stage again. Um, it's pretty cool, and, and it's a really neat cause. I mean, Lucy Friesis runs uh, the Fox Theater, and she's part of this uh, organization that helps revitalize old Southern theaters that, you know, in small towns, like really classic architecture, old movie theaters that they're trying to get back into the community and, and have events and music, bring, bring that stuff out there and refurbishing these theaters. We did it a couple of years ago, and it was a really great thing, and it's going to be really cool to, to do it with Mother's Finest and, and Collective Soul this time around. I mean, it's a cool kind of Atlanta homecoming vibe festival. Yeah, that's, that's Saturday, May 13th, and folks should get their tickets now because that thing will sell out if it's not already. And then you got a two-night stand. Two-night stand in New Orleans. That's always dangerous and fun. Uh, it's at the Chicky Wawa, Saturday and Sunday, May 27th and 28th, down in New Orleans. Uh, and then you got the Friday the 9th, your, your big uh, annual beachfront show at the Windjammer in the Isle of Palms. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, I also, I wanted to mention Coach's Corner in beautiful Savannah, Georgia. That's Joel Solomon Country, our sponsor here on the Braves Country Podcast. You gotta, yeah, we got to love that. We're going to go for a little swim in the waterway again, Scott. <laughs> What's that mean? I don't know what that means. I have to explain. I don't know if I'm getting in the water anymore around, uh, around gonna, you know. I'm just going to tie a rope around you. I learned all about currents uh, recently, uh, Tug, last summer. Uh, apparently there's a current uh, in the ocean, and uh, if you get in the and if you get in the water, you might wind up a couple miles away. Undertow. Undertow, yeah, that's a driving and crying song. Absolutely. Uh, also, Friday, October 6th, uh, at the Shed in Maryville, Tennessee, see great destination concert i mean what does it mean to you to be able to just tour around the south and play these great venues still after all these years i mean you're on like year 38 yeah it's great to, you know to, to get out there and, and have people show up and be be happy to see you and like you know you play a certain song and everybody's minds get blown and um another point a cool one we're doing um the, the wheelie fest or whatever that what, what is it, i can't remember the name of the festival but it's it's where they have the, the caverns in Pelham, Tennessee. Oh yeah, the caverns, they, great they place. Have, they have a um, well, they have an outdoor venue there in the same spot. They 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 have like a they have like a two day uh, festival mm -hmm. with uh, screaming cheetah, cheetah wheelies and um, Mike Ferris. But um, that's that's coming up pretty soon, isn't it, Scott? Like yeah, nice. yeah, that's coming up too. I mean, it's everybody should go to uh, drivingandcrying.com to get all the dates. Uh, because these are just a few of the highlights, but, I mean, you guys are always on tour. You're the Ramones of the South. That's what I always say. And, um, you know, if you didn't realize it was your 38th year, then you might not have a good answer for this question. But, you know, I guess you're coming up on the 40th anniversary of Driving and Crying, and I wonder any special tour plans or uh, merchandise plans that we can tip the fans off to? No, but thanks for reminding me, Scott. I'm going to 
reminded me. I, I better start planning that stuff out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Put that on the old calendar. Yeah, get to work, Tim. Yeah. Get to work, Tim. <laughs> yeah, we're we'll, we'll going to we'll do like a, a challenge coin or something. I don't know. There you go. <laughs> you know, you re-release albums with new tracks on. Do you ever think about going back and getting some of those old merchandise because you run the merchandise? And re-releasing some of the original, you know, uh, T-shirts and stuff, merch that you did for each album to promote or to sell at shows. Well, we kind of do that, but it's more of a tribute to the original because they never really come out the same. Like we've got a a uh, Fly Me Courageous album cover shirt. We just did a Scarborough Smarter album cover shirt. Uh, but yeah, like I mean, a lot of those, and we and we still make do the Waffle House shirt. That's still our our. our our most popular shirt so um but yeah like you mentioned the lucky strikes thing and stuff and you know if, if somebody has an idea and they're like okay why don't we you know somebody really like man i really want you to do this and if i think it's a good idea then we just we just move forward with it but um you know that, that that's the kind of stuff that when when there's a lull in the action you just got to come up with something like that you know you gotta that's you gotta, cool. you gotta re-erect some sort of cool piece of art from the past, you know? My wife is from upstate New York, and she didn't know Driving and Crying like I did when, when we moved down. Now she's a huge fan, and I've even recruited all of our friend group to to uh, listen to the band, and we all went to see y'all open up for the Black Crows. We had so much fun, man. That was such an event. That was such a great concert between two of my favorite bands. And then to see y'all playing together was unbelievable. I can only imagine that it had to be a good feeling for you, too. Yeah, that was a really, really special tour for us to, to reconnect with our with our brothers in the Black Crows. But the, but the Atlanta show really kind of blew my mind because, I mean, every seat was filled when we hit the stage. That's right. And usually when, you, when you're the support band in a, in a shed show like that, everybody's kind of trickling in. And, you know, and you're playing to like four people in the first 20 rows, but man, it was slam packed and people were going nuts, and it was like, you know, it, it was really special. Man, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to toot your horn or anything, but I'm telling you, it's because the people that came to that show are just as big of fans of Driving and Crying as they are the Black Crows. I mean, they're they're two iconic Atlanta bands that everybody there loves. Yeah, and the, and that and that theater is like used to be a like a farm yard where we used to party in high school. We used to call it the fields up Mansell Road. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, I mean, that's where I grew up. I mean, that's my, my, that was my, my area, you know. There you go. Always good to come home. Uh, speaking of home, now, now you're over in now you're over in Charleston, and uh, we know you run around the south, and we love uh, southern cooking, of course, and we always talk on this show about, you know, southern cooking and, and the restaurants where you can kind of find – the real stuff, you know, the, the mom and pop shops or uh, barbecue places. And we wanted to ask you, you got any tips for the listeners out there? Any place around the South or in Charleston that you that you just kind of have to stop and go to no matter what? Well, you know, with Driving Crime, we love our barbecue. So there's a few spots around the, around the world that we that we kind of like hone in on. And one of them would be Papa Bucks in Metter. Um, that's on Highway 16, you know, between Statesboro and and uh, Macon, and then um, I mean in Charleston, you know you got you got home team, which is pretty damn good. And uh, I mean there's just a, there's a lot of good um, 
a, a lot of good southern restaurants um, that are bringing back, like, you know, the the old uh, golden rice and, uh, and, and the grits made from the original corn seeds and all that kind of stuff. And then it's just really, you know, it's really got a food that has, like, a, a soul to it. And, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of great restaurants in Charleston. Good Lord, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of great everything in Charleston. It's such a world-class city, and I know you love living there. Man, I tell you, it's it's always great to be able to talk to you and and people like you and Kevin and just people that we have so much respect for and, and we have been fans of for so long. So long. I want to invite you to come by and see the Braves Radio Network Studios, hang out with us, and uh, maybe get to a Braves game, bring bring a guitar with you and see if you can pick out a couple chords, maybe bring a bold bass guitar signed by Leonard Skinner. I don't know. Yeah, you know, and, and hang out with us. And, uh, man, we would just love to, uh, to invite you in one day when you have some time. All right. Well, I would love that. I would love that. I was trying to get, get out to see the Braves this week. Um, I think their homestand is burning out in a couple of days, isn't it? Yes, sir. Yeah, a couple more games with the Reds, and then they're on the road. Yeah. Now, if you come visit Sorry. us, though, we're not going to be able to sneak into the clubhouse and steal any baseball bats. So just get that out of your head right now. We didn't steal them. <laughs> I mean, yeah. appropriate. Them. You smelled them. Appropriate. <laughs> yeah, we appropriate them because we relabeled them because because Tommy, the bat boy, he, he had that privilege, you know. I'm yeah. in charge of throwing those, throwing those, throwing those things in the furnace. You know, and another thing we're going to do besides, uh, we want you to come over here and see us in the studios. But also, when Tug's son Jacob is over there playing baseball at College of Charleston next year, we're going to come over there oh, and make you. Yeah, man, we're coming over. That's your boy. Oh yeah, hell yeah. We'll, man, going to those College of Charleston games is fun, huh? Yeah, yeah it's, but it's, it's, it's cool. Um, my buddy Scotty Fryer gives guitar lessons to the coach. That's right. We That's right. To, we, we talked to Coach Holbrook about that. Yeah, it's Coach Holbrook. So, you know, all Scotty has to do is send Coach a text, and we're on we're we're on the list, baby. Buddy, <laughs> on the list. I love it. That's that's a jackpot right there, man. I don't think you can get get better than getting on the list at uh, at anything in Charleston, for that matter. But uh, yeah. but at the Charleston games too, for sure. Well, man, thank you so much, Tim, for taking the time. We we just love you, love your band, love what uh, you've provided the entertainment for so many people. I mean, millions and millions around the world love your music and and think the world of you, and we do too. So thank you for your time, man. Thank you, man. We've we've truly been blessed to have this career, and and um, you know we thank the fans for for keeping it going. It's been, it's been special. Yes, sir. No doubt about it. If you enjoy what you're hearing, please like and subscribe to the Braves Country Podcast here on the Atlanta Braves Radio Network. You can do that on Apple, Spotify. You can do it on Google and uh, the Amazon apps as well where you can listen to podcasts or go to thepodcastpark.com. But anyway, it goes. We appreciate you being in Braves Country, and y'all come back now, you hear? Thanks, Tim. Thanks, Tim. See you, man. All right. Thanks, guys. Okay, Thanks, bye. Dudes. Go Braves. Braves. <laughs> this episode of Braves Country is sponsored by our Braves fan friends down at Century 21, Solomon Properties in Savannah, Georgia, servicing the historic downtown Savannah area, the island area, and Atlanta's beach, beautiful Tybee Island, Georgia. Call Joel Solomon today, 912-604-0896. 
That's 912-604-0896 for all your real estate needs on the Georgia coast. Braves Country supports the Warrior Alliance and the Shepherdsmen, two phenomenal veteran organizations based in the South. Check out thewarrioralliance.org and shepherdsmen.com for more info and resources. That's thewarrioralliance.org and shepherdsmen.com. Braves Country would like to thank all of our nation's great veterans. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps it $5 minimum balance required. 